Hello, strangers, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 21 of the Loot and Dagger Podcast, where we kill things, do stuff, and try our best to be entertaining, all for your listening pleasure. We only have a few episodes left until the finale of Season 2, so I hope you're strapped in and ready for goo combat. We've been working off the Out of the Abyss campaign book, but I'm excited to announce that in Season 3 we'll be taking things that we've already done and trying to craft a more homebrew experience. So, that'll be fun. There's also a very special side quest we'll be releasing between Seasons 2 and 3 that features a special guest from the North by North Quest podcast. So much fun going on. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for you. I, I wish I could be you and listen to it for the first time. Now, let's tell some stories. Demons let loose in the underdark. Victor's going nuts, it's just a start. All he wants are biscuits and sunshine. Now damn, these plant girls looking fine. Matilda seeks power beyond imagination. That is love thinks he's on vacation. Tyrius, the weapon of a god. Slicing evil without a second thought. Damn, looting dagger getting deep. All dark, no light, makes a DM sleep happily. Our heroes are so close to their goal of finding a way out to the surface world. The only problem? A bunch of goos. After joining forces with the gnomes of Blingenstone, our heroes have journeyed to an overlook that to assess the enemy goo situation. While at the overlook, they fought a very upset aspect of the demon lord, Zutmoy. With the battle over, we turn our attention back to our team of adventurers as they ready themselves to deliver news to the Gnomish Council. Terry just kicked it. Let his love has a shiny new pair of bracers. Matilda is alive. Is alive. <laughs> and Victor's had enough of that shit. <laughs> but feeling resilient and strong. I bet. Uh, come back, spider, spider, spiders. We, oh. we gotta go. Yeah, they're all huddled up on the top of the ceiling. Oh, they're there. They're shaking. It's okay. Come on. Uh, Terry, Terry's gonna call her. Moto, Moto, come. Moto. Moto comes down. It's a little. Uh, for those little interested, Moto is Elvish for spot. She's named her spider. Yeah, it's a, it's an older one, but it's also uh, it's a little more sheepish than the others, and it just slowly, slowly comes down with your beckoning call. Come here, don't be afraid. Vladislav is just looking for his spider. <laughs> they all look about the same to you, I bet. I don't know which one is his, his spider. Um, I'm just the right this. one will just sort of come to us, right? Like, <laughs> come it, here, boy. <laughs> Girl, I don't know how you tell with spiders. Matilda, your spider comes right to you. It's the yeah. most like lively one. Like, all right, hey, hey, let's let's ride. All right, and the other two come down for for Victor and and, oh, and Vladislav. Who's a hideous monstrosity? You are. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. It nudges you with one of its with uh, one of its furry gross. legs. <laughs> let's get back to town. What would you like uh, to do We need to go point? talk to the um, the gnome uh, leaders again. What are their names? I know their names. I don't oh, forget things. I've, I've got that. Um, Matilda doesn't forget things. Miranda Dorbo forgets everything. and Snee. 
Yeah, Dorbo and Cinny are base are the main leaders. Even though there is a council, everyone looks to Dorbo and Cinny. Yeah. So if you go back to the uh, basically the council and city headquarters, uh, which at this point now looks more and more like a military headquarters, Dorbo and Cinny are there overlooking uh, maps that they have now drawn out of the cave systems okay. and stuff. Hey guys, uh, we did some scouting and we have a plan. It's it's not a great one, but it's a plan. We also made a bit of a mess. You're messier. It's, yeah, it's pretty gross. All right. Well, first off, what mess? First, there were just oozes. Now there's bits of charred and burned. Um, oh, well, that just is beside the point. That's a personal thing. I, I don't just, think they're I gonna... think they need to know about it. Oh, well, if you insist. Oh, tell it to me straight. How bad are we? How good are we? Where are you, we at? You suck, boy. She came around. Uh, briefly. She only stayed for a little while. Yeah, the the uh, the cleric of the group goes, like, looks at you wide-eyed. Satmoy is here? No, not anymore. We burned her. It was an aspect of Satmoy. Yeah, just an aspect of her. She doesn't like as much. She just came to say hello whatever. for a moment until, moment. you know, Vladislav barbecued her. They, and then they all nod. smashed her. They, they nod to Vladislav. Good. Yeah, well, the, the more pressing concern is the jelly dome. They've taken over the old Coliseum, huh? Everything. The entire bit of the town. What do you mean, everything? I mean, like, everything. you know, the ceiling, the walls, the dome. The, there's hundreds of them. Yeah, but they're all congealing around the, the dome. Yeah, yeah, they're organizing around the dome. Organizing? Yeah. I know, I didn't think they did like, that either, so... Like, they haven't... An army? army of oozes, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the the nightmare now appears to be hiding inside the jelly dome. Mm-hmm. The nightmare gnome in the jelly dome. I, I like the sound of that. <laughs> well, I don't like the sound of that well, one bit. I mean, it, it does have a ring, but I understand what you're saying. It kind of makes me want to eat jelly donuts, though. Oh, not gonna lie. I mean, the, if it weren't for all of the. Like the man-eating oozes. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't even know. so. Eat, yeah. Yeah. Like eat a, one. Like a strawberry <clears throat> jelly donut. I could go mm. for one right now. Yeah. Yeah. The cinematic oh, moment of this: there is one gnome in the back, like putting like some jelly on a bagel. It's like, oh, oh never mind. <laughs> Slinks off into the shadows. Sorry, I just got a moment from Iron Man. That man's playing Galaga. Yeah. <laughs> like that sort of moment. It's kind of that moment where everyone's like, oozes. This is awful. And one guy's just like jelly. Oh, okay. Anyways, so, uh, but, yeah, Dorbo and Cinny are both there. Pretty much where yeah. we stand, um, we need bombs. Lots of bombs. Yeah, the, the main objective is to bust open the Jelly Dome and destroy its creamy innards. But, uh... Flamethrowers? Yeah. Flamethrowers, bombs, <laughs> more spider mounts if you got them. Just, like, send some spiders in help us burn a path. And I have idea too, um, to help uh, while this is going on. Uh, there were there was debris in the field, right? Like like b- p- pieces of the buildings that had fallen off. Yeah. Okay. Mostly it's all um, stonework because at this point the acid would have taken over and just deteriorated anything of real use, like any actual weapons or steel. But or there's like, like big that, chunks of rock. There are big chunks of okay. rock and, and stone. Okay. Um, so for the initial start of battle, if we have bombs, one thing we can do, we can focus bombing on uh, side, left and right side of area. For uh, a period of time, I can take um, 
well, one of the big stones and kind of keep it in front of us and do a sweeping motion with stone and that should the momentum of big rock should knock out any jellies in the way into the firebomb. Well, I was thinking uh, if we could get a couple of spider riders to uh, charge ahead of us on the ceiling and drop the bombs along a path, mm -hmm. it'll clear a pathway for us to the jelly to dome. Yeah. Right. I'm no good for ranged. I have to get right up on whatever is controlling these. No, that's what, yeah, you, that's what you We do range. We, and I, we uh, are... Terry kind of like lights her sword on fire, like the oh. Dawnbringer, just like... This is no good unless I'm right in his face. Well, we will get you in face. Yeah. Well, did you count the numbers of their army? Or? Like There's too well, many. There's no distinct count. number. It's just a bunch of oozes all oozing together. There's and no more to... coming through rocks and things to join. So it sounds like uh, someone needs to take out this Nightmare King and someone needs to hold off the forces while you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Like, imagine all the jellies, all the oozes, all the, you know, all the snot monsters in the Underdark, in one place. I don't want to imagine that. There's a lot yeah, of that. It seems like a really efficient way to get rid of them. So, in a way, it's uh, quite convenient. Mm. Sure. But yeah, if you can carve us a path to the gnome, we can probably do the rest. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Zorbo's, uh, he has like a bit of a mustache and he's like, he's, he's, he's twiddling around, kind of thinking, and, and Senny goes, yeah. Well, you mentioned about the spiders. Maybe uh, if we have a squadron that goes out with the Overlook, where you guys were just at, mm -hmm. we take a squadron, some of our engineers, and uh, take all the spider mounts we have. We drop some bombs on the top, and maybe you guys just find a way to jump down into that dome. That'd be enough to, to get you in, right? Ooh, yeah. are we going to parachute down to the dome? I think we have the technology. Sweet! Let's yeah, do it. I suppose it. that does uh, that shorten the path quite a bit. Yeah! But if they are an army, I mean, we still need to uh, at least uh, hold some things at bay because there's no Yeah, there's you no gotta keep them to off happen. us. Mommy. Right. So I imagine that if we fight from the front, but you guys, uh, as we're distracting the full brunt of the army, you guys go in and whatever is causing this army to form, if you guys can cut the head of the snake off, maybe we'll be good. As long as we can keep the gnome king or whatever he is trapped with us inside the dome. I imagine everything you told me is that the, the gnome, the, this nightmare king is probably protecting himself in that dome and the moment that there's a hole in that dome, he'll probably just summon more to the top to make sure he's fine. Yeah, so, I can't imagine he has any plans of escaping. That seems like a stronghold situation. Mm. Yeah. Now, what were those uh, names that uh, he had said? Oh, um, uh, Prince Larry and uh, Princess Ebenmeyer. Ebenmeyer? Ebenmeyer. I think so, yeah. Does that sound familiar to you? They all look at each other like, wait a minute. Probably about uh oh I'd say six seven months ago one of our uh, one of our wizards went nuts just nuts started talking about uh Princess Evanmeyer Prince Larry but I mean and we never saw him again guess that's a guy what did he we say thought, about them oh he was just he said he got to find he's got to find Prince Larry and Princess Evanmeyer and then he took off he just vanished yeah he went nuts. A couple of us have started going nuts, of course, but uh, people were starting to act strange now. But that guy was the first, and uh, yeah, those are the names. I'm going to describe the gnome that we've seen in our dreams with the crown. Oh, yeah. 
the uh, head of the Wizards Guild comes up, and he's like, yeah, that's... Sounds like him? Sounds like him. Um, yeah, that's... So he's probably been possessed by something awful. Mm-hmm. Well, if not possessed, at least corrupted. Okay. And do the names mean anything to you, this uh, Prince Larry? No. I mean, his name was, uh... Perhaps someone's hamsters. Those would be great hamsters. No, his hamsters. name is Albright, and, uh... The guy's name is Albright? Yeah. I mean, he was just not even a great wizard, really. I mean, honestly, he was kind of the lower-ranking wizard, and that's why we didn't think about him. I mean, he's... But that description... No, I, no that... offense to him, but he was a nobody, and he was just always kind of an outcast. So Albright wasn't very bright. No. But that description, that matched... It's matching now, and we didn't think about it before. We've all seen when when he comes up in these jelly forms. It's hard to distinguish, you know, what he truly looks like. But that's got to be him now that I think about it. I mean, he has probably the power to change, alter itself a little bit. So, yeah. he's definitely. Yeah, if he was taller. not great, he was probably just promised mm-hmm. things by the demon who is corrupting him currently. I cannot remember the name. Jubilex. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Well, it lines up. I mean, he was starting to go crazy and started talking about finding his uh, his uh, prince and princess. So, I guess he found him. All right. So how cool. long? How long would it take to make as many bombs as possible? I know you were speaking of going to battle in a few days. And get us out with you know like parachutes <clears throat> or hang gliders or whatever we need to. Considering how organized they have become, I suggest that we move up the attack. Dorbo if- nods his head. It's like. I suggest that too. I don't like that he's got a legitimate army. I Plus, mean, everything you're describing sounds like. Yeah, the longer we delay, with our the previous battle the with that go, aspect so. of Zuckmoy, I'm not sure if he was able to see that because that was right at the mouth. Yeah, of I don't the know. Overlook. I don't know, but then she said something about her ex or something. So, like, whatever, demon lord. Yeah, I imagine her the drama. jelly man used to be an item, some sort yeah. of jelly item. You know, where now she's married. He was a jelly baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was a nickname. Nice. In my mind, there's a uh, there's almost like this Family Guy moment where it flashes back to like in the abyss, and there's like this big giant ooze just cuddling up with this uh, this this you know uh, eroded like looking plant like lady of rot, with and she's just scarf. like, "You're my jelly baby." <laughs> I'm your jelly baby. And then it goes back over here. <laughs> I'll always be your jelly baby. Well, we already started stockpiling uh, some bombs, oh, some uh, things that we could use. So yeah. um, you guys want to up the uh, attack plan? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it now. No, uh, no, no, not now. I think we need, to, I need, I personally need to rest. I'm not sure. If yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but we put up a bit of a fight against yeah, that tree I lady. I know. I know. I nearly died. My outfit's ruined. Oh, no. Bink. I'm pressed to say it clean. Thanks. I mean, you're still a pretty big I cannot mend, but I've seen... I've seen... Oh, uh, sure, yeah. Let me take care of that. Mending. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. The ladies were hanging out a little. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Mistakes were made. (laughs) And by the way, your magical robes that you got, Mm -hmm. um, they seemed shiny good always looking pristine like an adventurer pristine like okay. still a little dusty a little dirty right. but like kind of like vintage look yeah it's a constant vintage look yeah that was never uh, it was just like whatever you're wearing underneath that that, right. that trench coat look yeah that you had going on no i mean i did sort of get a you know a hole a hole in my chest right kind of <laughs> right vladislav uh during all this uh 
after kind of formulating what we're going to do, he kind of does something kind of uncharacteristic, and he walks. He kind of walks away from the group and sitting by himself in a way. He's polishing his brazers, mm-hmm. and he's his attention is focused on those, like like almost like a looking at a picture. Yeah, he, he's polishing them. He's making they're already shiny, but he's making sure that he's doing it by hand. He's not using precipitation. He's doing it by hand. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I need a nap. Is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, no, we could all use an app. Alright, but uh, it's set out to bomb first thing in the morning, or whatever passes for morning around these parts. Yeah, alright. Alright, yeah, we got... Can we have jelly donuts first? Well, I suppose we can talk to the chef. A couple of them go, they kind of look at you. Yes, it's very dark humor, but they're all also delicious. Regular types of jelly, not the... Uh, Dorbo kind of looks like, uh, devouring our enemies, fine. Okay, everyone, just... It's funny. Let's let them have it, okay? I actually kind of want one now, too. Yeah. Um, mind if I join you guys? Absolutely. Come <clears> on. All right, let's do this. All right. Um, Vladislav it, got new trinkets? I didn't see him blink out with those. I think he had them when he came back. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know where he goes. Maybe That's he true. went shopping. Time is really... He's a weird dude. Polish, 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 <laughs> polish, polish, polish. <laughs> All right. So uh, at this point, they, uh, they bring up a... Like, like a whole royal wagon that can take you to the uh, a carriage, basically that they can take you to the, your your hotel. Dorbo's there with you, and he's kind of going. He's going over some of the base plans they have for the front attack, and that's uh, mm-hmm. um, they they're getting all the stone the stone elementals that they have under their control. They're getting all those as their frontline fighters, so they're trying to limit the amount of actual gnomes that need need to be involved with that. They mm-hmm. feel like on the overlook, they're going to go and have a whole team of archers and a team of like. Uh, uh, mages up there kind of raining down fire for you guys as cover fire um, yeah. but most of the front attacks going to happen in the main tunnel going through so they're going to basically cause as much of a ruckus as they can and you're going he's going through all these plans with you well, the most important part is that we have a bomb squad that opens up a hole in the dome for us to, yep. to ride in he's actually he's uh, before you guys actually get into the in, into the carriage he whispers off to one of his uh his lieutenants and uh he basically tells them that he needs a special he needs that special team, that one team that he always uses for, you know, these missions. This is a suicide. Six. This may be a suicide mission, but he needs his elites. Okay. And so he's uh, basically getting his uh, his SWAT team on your side, his super special SWAT team. So this is morning of? Uh, at this point, you guys arrive at your hotel. If you'd like to have your jelly donuts... Uh, you guys like to have any kind of role play there? Go for it. Yeah, I, I'll do that. Uh, I'll I'll take him back doing that, and um, if they, if they want to do it, um, as the donuts are being served, light us up. We'll walk in. It's like, ooh, what is this? Jelly donuts. Ooh. The chef's making them for us. Not jelly bees. No, no. Oh, no. okay. Like regular kind. Well, these like look, made with fruit. Tastes oh, good. Oh, these look delicious. Yeah, fruit and sugar till it you know congeals and stuff. I will I will eat a jelly donut. Is it tasty? Tell me, is it tasty? You've had a jelly donut in your real life, Chris. You tell me if Vladislav likes a jelly donut. Oh, Vladislav is just smiling from ear to ear. There we go. Oh, this is oh, this is wonderful. Thank you, whoever made this. And whoever, whosoever idea it was, you get thumbs up. And he puts a thumbs up for anybody who takes it. Excellent. Mm. I'll take it. Victor will take it. Terry can have some, too. Well, the thumbs up is the jelly donut. I'm interested yes. in one more than the other. Both. It's the it's the donut I'm more interested in. Yeah, I mean the donut because you can eat it and it right. tastes good, it's right? Delicious. You know, but I mean the thumbs up too. It's good, right? Yeah, yeah. fair enough. All right. Please. 
I'm going to go nap now. Yeah, yeah, go for it. We, <clears throat> we got to uh, update our uh, comrades as well. Eldith, Sereth, and uh, Prince yeah. Darendel. Uh, you guys are basically all at your uh, at that at that table in the restaurant that you've overtaken since your time you've been here. Yeah. And uh, Eldith is uh, is munching down on some donuts. She is now polishing a new, <coughs> a new axe that she yeah. said a friend got for her. Oh, hey. Yeah, she's like, it's not a big deal, but you know, he he likes to treat me nice. Apparently. Oh, you're talking about that dwarf. Yeah, he knows better. He knows oh. what's up. Nice. He knows the drill. Well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good to see you happy. This, and she holds up, and it's a shiny, nice uh, blade. A nice, uh, a nice battle axe. And she goes, ah, a good dwarven first date. Yeah. And she kind of swings it around a little bit. Like, yes. And, uh, and she... Mama Glitterstone hasn't seen axe yet, has she? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mama Glitterstone's not around right now. Prince Darendel is there, and he has jelly all over his fur. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my, 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 I just lose myself in these jelly donuts. These are just impressive, really. I have never in my life had a, a jelly donut, and now I feel I have jelly belly. Because there's so many donuts in me. Wow, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, Terry will sl- just smile at him. And she'll take uh, just a, a napkin mm-hmm. and, like... Kind of oh, my. Thank you so much. I am... Oh, I am so sorry. Sometimes it's the, the koi goth in me just takes over. It's just un... Oh, most un... Un... un noble of me. You but remind you. me of one time my half-sister. Well, she's a druid, and she liked to turn into a bear. And one time she couldn't turn herself back quite... Yes, yes. And How she did... got into, well, there's a, a jar of jam, and she got her snout stuck in it, and it. Oh my! I am, I have definitely gotten my snout stuck in, in, in jam at this point. Think, oh, how is your sister, by? I don't know. No, oh. I'm terribly sorry. I have to. We get out here. I will make it my personal effort to go find this this bear sister of yours, and maybe she can help me turn myself back into the beautiful elf I should be. Hmm. That would be quite a trick. Yes. We'll do that together, right? Perhaps. Oh, very good. Sarath is just staring at this jelly donut. <coughs> just... You're supposed to eat it. Yes, but I feel like this will take me somewhere. I don't know if I can ever come back from, judging by everyone else's reaction. It's a place you want to go. If you at, say so, Matilda. I trust you. At this point, uh, Vlaslov again has done uh, being uncharacteristic characteristic and his broken away kind of in the corner he's playing with his cards and it looks like he's thinking but he kind of puts his head up for just a second to hear the interaction between Sarath and Matilda and just cast message mm-hmm. on Sarath he's like just eat the donuts it's worth it listen to Matilda he uh he does kind of this uh with, with the donut he kind of does a sign and he does uh some some kind of symbol that he realizes kind of like a like an arcane ritual of sorts and a message comes back to you and it says I will. I trust her with my life and my food. He sets message back. And he starts uh, eating it. I'll send one more message back. Hey. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> get you, you just some. get like a smile. You get a smiley face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> then a thumbs up. And then a donut emoji. <laughs> no, I like to, no, the thing is like we both kind of look at each other and just go. 
And just put her thumbs up. Like, mm-hmm. 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 Get it, Sarah. So I think we're done with that lunch, that dinner scene. Yeah. The last dinner before Battle of Blingenstone. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, as last meals go. It's mm-hmm. not terrible. Um, All right. And this and this uh, Vladislav is going to be the last one to like go to bed because he's seriously in thought about uh, the upcoming battle. And kind of like a, like I said, very uncharacteristic unchar- of him being, usually being the happy-go-lucky, but he looks serious right now. Hey, right. Vladislav? Are you all right? No, I mean, it's one thing when you get in battle that you don't expect, but when you, when it's a plan situation, and it it makes, it's much different, for me anyway, to prepare. And these, I've been without these for far too long, and these are very important. They're the only things I have left. Even though I do not have many memories of my parents, this is the one thing that I do have, and I've had for many years, but I have been without also for many years. There is one spell imbued within these gauntlets that my parents have left. I've never used it. No. I don't know what they are, and I've worn them, but I've never used them. Okay. But don't worry, after tomorrow, if we make it all, I will be back to my normal self. And he smiles at you. Okay. Well, I'm glad you got your bracers back. That's super cool. And, um, yeah, I don't know, like, have some booze or something. I'll take mm. a drink with you, Matilda. Okay. The last time I went on a planned mission, it was down here to the Underdark, and that's how I wound up being the last one left. And with you lot. So. Wow, yeah, y'all are both, like... All right. Come on, this is exciting. We're going to, like, parachute down, action hero, kill some jellies. This is just... are exciting, yes, but there's also a great amount of risk and loss. Wow. This is just me mentally prepared. I am looking forward to battle. No, no. It is going to be fun. But you want to be on your best. So this point you uh, sugar high, y'all are killing my buzz. So uh, you guys move on over to the actual bar area that's kind of downstairs, and there's Mm -hmm. a there's a dwarf there who's uh, he's got a he has a shaved uh, head, but he has Mm -hmm. a long beard, and his shaved head he has a tattoo of like an of like an eye on the top of it or something, right? And he's uh he's wiping some things down. He's like, come on, last last uh, last drinks all in the house. Sweet. And he winks over at Eldith. He goes, better better be on the house. <laughs> Eldith goes, I'm going out to my bed. And uh, she she goes up to her bed and she looks right over at the uh, bartender. And he goes, mm-hmm. And he just kind of nods at her. And she winks again and she walks up. I have yeah. seen if we all three of us, me, Matilda, and Terry, all look at each other and look back and go, mm-hmm, just nod her head. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's just cleaning off some glasses. And he's like, what did you have? Your last drink, what should it be? Whiskey. Neat. Mm. Same. Yeah, I'll have same. All right. And he brings it all up to you, and he pushes it forward. He has one for himself, and he toasts to the Battle of Blingenstone. Cheers. All right. Cheers. To safe travels for everyone, and more jelly donuts after. Clink. Clink. The forges will be working all night for you. All right. That's what I hear. And he just kind of goes back, and he just starts like uh, 
cleaning glasses, but you guys uh, have that entire conversation around that, yeah. that bar. We, and we're aware he's kind of, he, he would like us to push off. So <laughs> we won't linger too long. Mm. You know. You're the it's going to be good, Terry. You're the customers. You'll be fine. We're all going to make it out of this together. Maybe. I mean. I have faith. Does it, I've got, but still prepare. Be I've in the right a, state of mind. I've got a, a sword that uh, lights up. Like it gets sun. on fire. It's a, it's an incredible weapon. Yeah, so, you know, which in the middle of darkness is a hell of a weapon. I'm looking forward to using it. You know, I mean, you bring light into dark places, dearie. Yeah. Um, Sarah kind of comes over. He puts his, a, a comforting arm uh, um, on Matilda's shoulder for a second and says, I'll be honest, I'm more, f- more worried about them than they are of us. I it mean, is good have you seen you guys? Yeah. Yeah, they won't stand a chance. As <laughs> Sarah and her are talking, I'll look at Tyrion. Yeah, I'll look at Tyrion and I'll just motion back. <laughs> yeah, Tyrion just, just like takes her, her whiskey and just kind of takes a step back. And I think I'll uh, go upstairs. Sarah nods. Good night to you all then. Night. Time for bed. All right, and everybody goes upstairs. Terry will say prayers to Pelor. Are these now battle hymn prayers? Like, mm, kind of, uh, yeah. She's... Get her game face on. It's time to go to beast mode. And thanks. Pray for, for the loss that will happen, but also for the death that is surely to come. Yeah, really quietly. She's like, for the for the evil. At the end of her prayer, she's like, mm-hmm. and thank you for the new friends. I haven't had many, so yeah, Caitlin's safe. So she'll go into her meditation and try not to think about Lindor. And then we rest. Yep. Mm-hmm. Matilda, yeah. in your in your room, mm-hmm. uh, in every room, by the way, there are some uh, there's some plants that kind of uh, they're on like a balcony basically, and there's one there is one like looks like an underdark sunflower, and it slowly starts to die. Hmm. Okay. Just right Rot, there. Rotten decay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Made sure the, made sure the wait while you were looking at it to rot and decay. Of course. All right. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> Bring it, bitch. I see you, Zuck, bitch. <laughs> I see you, Zuck, bitch. This is actually one of the first nights in a while. For whatever reason, it seems like the nightmares were thin. They weren't. They like the, almost like the transmissions were. Um, we're being interrupted. Think of it like you started seeing images of the Nightmare King. You started seeing, and again, he's like this, he's like this gnomish joker, basically, who has his crown on and he's just laughing incoherently. And now you can see that there's a, a pair of oozes next to him. And they are, they are taking all kinds of humanoid shapes and they're also kind of laughing in their shapes. And then the transmission cuts out and all you see in each one of you, each one of you sees the same thing. It's a field, a nice, beautiful field with flowers and sunshine. It's warmth. Don't trust it. It feels good. Terry is very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you wake up, and it is a bright, shiny, well, under darky new day. That's really all I needed. And I will go knock on Mentola's door. Sarah answers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That is up to Matilda. <laughs> we can make that cannon. You know, he might. 
Terry doesn't know. Might. Go ahead and roll a D sexy for me. <laughs> roll a D sexy. On an eleven or higher, say what answers the door. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's a 20! Crit! Natural 20! So he, uh, so he answers in only a towel. <laughs> he's like, grabs in a towel, and Terry's just not even processing, like, she's not even thinking, because she just, you know, she's already on her mind of, like, things that she was going to say before the battle. And she's like, oh! Oh, that's great. All right, let's go is back. She, let's just, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this the right room? Um, basically, uh, so... It took right, the wrong turn in the hallway. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> and she, like, grows. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. She, so you knock on the door, and what what answers is, uh, and, you know, Sarah normally dresses, like, in long, like, he loose stuff or whatever. Right now, he is, uh, he has a, he does have a towel wrapped around, and he is a very cut dude. Like, very cut. Has some, like, has mm-hmm. some dark elven kind of, uh, uh, uh tattoos on him. And he, and, he, and he looks at you, and he's like, Terry. And that's when you, like, go, ah! I must have the <laughs> I wrong... I really think I took a wrong turn. I mean, there's, like, lots of hallways and corridors. I think I missed the right turn. Bye! Looking, Who looking, is it? And, uh, like, are you looking for Matilda? Uh, not anymore. I'll see her later. <laughs> you... And she's, like, beat red, and she's just, like, hurries down, like, puts her hand up, to, like, embarrassed, and, like, runs down the hallway. Um... And he and he looks. Uh, <laughs> Sarah looks over at Matilda, who's probably still in bed, yep. just with the robes on or something. I don't yeah. know. Terry's like, gone. Nice, nice silky robes or whatever. Right. And Terry he just goes, is... "I believe there's something wrong with your friend." Um, our She's friend. Down the uh, hall. Yeah, Terry seems stressed for battle today. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah, I mean, maybe she wasn't just expecting you to open the door in a towel. Oh. I guess I should have put something on. You know, I? I mean, I'm not surprised you made the lady blush. <laughs> he closes the door, and that's the end of the scene for now. <laughs> yeah, that's the best crit ever. Let's. <laughs> All you hear is, "Come, let's get ready for battle." Indeed. Terry's going to slink downstairs, like just still blushing. Insert Kelly's whisper here. Like her, her <laughs> cheeks are the same color as the ends of her hair. That gnomish bartender, he's uh, he's got a couple, um, he's got like a row of axes on the actual bar at this point. He's donning some <clears throat> battle armor, suiting some things up. He's, he's remember like, that whiskey that you gave me last night. Yeah, I need another one right More now. whiskey, huh? Just a double. Ah, I love you. <laughs> Got a special place in my heart for just, you. Just, just give me uh, that booze. Here's a reason why that likes you so much. And he uh, takes off a uh, whiskey and puts on the, on the. Yeah, and she knocks it back just in one. You, you don't even need a glass. Just taking the whole bottle. Huh? Take it. We got plenty. Gladys love a walk down. Gladys loves the morning look like. Nice. Huh. I imagine this is how I would love for her to play like this. He, he, he does this like morning ritual. Um, he's prepared for battle, so his eyes are kind of more red than normal. Um, and he walks out probably as soon as Matilda and Sarath leave. And he's like, oh, good morning to you both. And he turns, but he, but he does like a double take. He's like, he looks back at it. He's like, you both are glowing. <laughs> good morning. And good he, keeps, morning he, keeps, he keeps walking down. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of a, a constant smile on Sarah's face right now. But you can tell he's like he's in battle mode though. He's in yeah. battle mode. This is business. Today is business. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. 
<laughs> Matilda skips her turn on describing what she's done in this morning. Um, <laughs> Censored. Victor. I'm going to, before I put my armor on, I'm going to uh, either in my uh, loose uh, linen trousers and loose uh, white linen shirts. I'm going to lay my staff of healing and necklace of regeneration on the bed and kneel down next to it and say a prayer for Lord Jameson. Mm. Mourn his loss and uh, promise to avenge him and uh, pray for his uh, rest in the afterlife. I will uh, then uh, don my armor, make my preparations, and head downstairs. And uh, since Victor's was kind of the last scene of this whole like movie moment, like his is the donning the armor like action scene. It's like he's like putting on his armor, fastening things, putting like. You know his staff in place, putting on the uh, like the close-up of the amulet as he wears that, and a close-up of the staff as it glows like this. Are you carrying two staffs now? I am. Okay. One, uh, the staff back. of healing on my back gotcha. and wielding the uh, the glass. Yeah, staff. I didn't know how that looked from last game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then uh, everyone meets and the uh, basically at the uh, bottom of the the, the uh, lobby of this hotel. And as you can tell, um, there are actually troops and troops marching down now on uh, all the streets. As People are a buzz. Like, as we all convene, I'll just I'll hand the whiskey bottle to Vladislav. Yeah, he will take it. Mm-hmm. You look at it. It's good for breakfast. I was hoping for another jelly donut, if they have any more. Are there any more jelly donuts? Um, yeah, uh, think about it like when you go to a... When you when you go to like the work and they have like the leftover jelly donuts from the mm-hmm. night before still right. out there, but they're good enough. Yeah. So he wants both. So he, he's gonna take a little bit of, of the whiskey like on a spoon and where they fill the jelly donut, he's gonna mix in some whiskey with the jelly mm-hmm. and a little boozy donut. That's a really great idea. <clears throat> the really? chef slowly walks down the stairs and just uh, shakes uh, uh, Victor's hand. By the way, you've shown us so much. All right, sorry, you've shown us so much about your food. Thank you. It was an honor and a privilege to make your acquaintance good, so I'm glad we could have this cultural exchange. Mm. And he, uh, he hands you this, this box. It's like a little tiny treasure chest, basically. He goes, we made this for you. And thanks. Oh, well, I am truly honored. Thank you. I'll take he it. Take takes box. it. Yeah. No. Uh, I will open the box. It is a shiny golden fried chicken. <laughs> now, it's not a chicken, as you would know, uh, Like, but it's what they could find that's most appropriate for a chicken. But it is, like, crispy. It is beautiful. It is golden shiny, and it's like... We spent all night making this for you. Magic fried... Well, well, much obliged. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you've... you've uh, we heard you looking to Go back to the uh, surface world, so Indeed. if you do, don't forget about us. And well, never we showed could. you some of our foods. Maybe you can uh, show your surface world some of our uh, delicacies, too. Do they have any my privilege? But if you ever come back, you always have a home here. Thank you. And the entire, uh, the entire uh, kitchen staff bows to you gracefully. Oh, I will bow in return. Is there, is there any more of that glowing sauce? At this point, no. 
The only thing glowing and food related is what Victor is holding in his. And then, I look as um, listeners can't see it, but Adam is still like pretend Sorry. holding this uh, this treasure box <laughs> of fried chicken. It's, I'm, I'm too much. I, it's okay. I, now, but, uh, now but just I imagine so, so I'm clear. Is this um, is this something I, I, I should eat now? Does it keep? I don't know the the protocol of this they, situation. They look at each other and he's like, "You you could eat it now. It's perfect for breakfast." All right then. I couldn't think of a better breakfast than glowing fried chicken. <laughs> let's let's do this. <laughs> well, in a box. No, I love it. Let's. Uh, it's got some like. I don't know, like paper around it or something oh, to sure. kind of keep the grease from. Uh, they wanted a nice. It was a nice looking box, mm-hmm. and it was like a Blingdon stone box. Like it has oh, like the uh, insignia on Blingdon stone oh, on it, all that amazing. stuff. So it's that's like it was like their gift to you from one chef to another. This is BFC on the side. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to eat the chicken. All right. For the rest of the day, mm-hmm. you already have at this point. You have um, 35 more temporary hit points. That's that's some good chicken. Fuck. As you start to glow really on the inside. I don't mm-hmm. know if uh, if we really want this to be like you're glowing on the outside too, but your eyes certainly start to kind of sparkle. And on top of that, I think he's glowing. It's I'll have what he's day. having. <laughs> you have um, you have uh, an advantage roll the first time a magic spell hits you. You have advantage on saving versus even if you uh, succeed, but it still does some damage, it does no damage. Gotcha. So the first time, it's like this magical barrier of warmth is 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 flushed over you. You have truly outdone yourself, sir. This is magnificent. I it is, it is an honor to have received this gift. Mm-hmm. Thank you ever so much. Thank you. And we will... hope to see you again, and good luck in the Battle of Blingen Stone. Thank you. I will put the box away. Last level, we'll look at uh, Terry. Vita is glowing too. Everybody's glowing. I feel like probably I should have come to your room instead of. Until, never mind. Vlasov like stops like mid bite of a donut. Huh? Well then, I'm glad we're all here together. Oh, is there anything that we can do? And there's basically uh, there's Seldith, uh, Sarath, Eldith, uh, and uh, and um, <clears throat> and. Darrendell. Darrendell. And they're kind of grouped around because they know that you guys have a plan of some sort. What would you like for us to do? I believe you should stay back and help the bomb squad and protect them as they are dropping bombs. Well, I think uh, also potentially they may be better served uh, in the distraction force in the, yeah. uh, main, the main front. Yeah. I think... Be, be part of the uh, distract and bomb folks. Or just, yeah. Keep the jellies busy. Indeed. Sarah nods. He's like, we will do our best. And he actually, at this point, has uh, he has uh, two short swords, and he's, like, sharpening one of them, one of them sheath already, and he's already sharpening one. And he is in full battle regalia that he, uh, um, somehow in the course of the last day or two, um, he was able to get some kind of, like, um, chain armor that he's now fashioned. Yeah, we're and, in a city. Yeah. Yeah. He got some new duds. Prince Darrendale is like, well, fine then. I will, uh, I will, I will do what I must to uh, help with this destruction business. Uh, let me find uh, uh, Dorbo and see if I can just uh, maybe um, help plan and uh, those sort of things. Really, I'm not uh, much in a fight, I think. So uh, he he does that, and Eldith is there with her battle axe, and next to her is her new boo, and they're like. Uh, we're a team. Oh yeah. 
they're, they're going to hack some stuff up. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we'll <clears throat> see if we can leave you some. Okay, but don't don't hack the black puddings. It just makes them multiply. Let's just sit there. Nod at each other. Like, All right. Then. Yeah. Hack everything else. But they're good for bashing, though, right? They are great for bashing. Yeah. And they both look at their battle axes like, <sighs> and they they also have like hammers on both sides of their mm-hmm. uh, like they they put the battle axe back. They pull out like dual wielding hammers, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But there are also you know like all the other jellies. So all of the lighter colored ones, slash them up. There is a knock on the on the uh, or someone comes into the hotel and it is. Uh, Lindo comes up, and him, and he's accompanied by a troop of 20 behind him. They all wear, they're all wearing the same, these are, this is like a, a black and silver armor. It's all leather, and it's all kind of, it's all shiny, and looks, looks fun. Behind them are a large group of equal number of driders, or I'm sorry, driders, um, steeders. Mm-hmm. Mounted to the bottom of these, uh, steeders are, um, they look every bit like crystals that have infused with them all kinds of um, arcane magics that are glowing. Linda goes, um, your bomb squad's here. Sweet. Excellent. All right, so. Let's go, let's go. When is go time? Now. It's go time. Let's go. Let's go. I work with that. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yes, then, to All battle. Right. Yeah, did we determine if it's parachutes or hang gliders or how? Oh, right, right, right. So um, each one of you, mm-hmm. um, they hand over a necklace. And this it's necklace has the insignia of uh, Blingdenstone on it, which is really just a crystal you can find. It's like a, it's like a, an, a very unique type of crystal like, that grows in the Underdark that mm-hmm. is also magically infused kind of crystal. Cool. But underneath that crystal... Um, is a feather. They uh, they give each one of you one of these. And they said, no matter how fast you fall, you always land on your feet just right. Nice. All right. So each of you has a necklace of feather fall. I'll take it. So it's not strictly the feather fall effect that it slows your descent? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's every bit the feather fall effect. Okay. So it slows your descent, and you don't take damage from... Uh, from awesome. Uh, so each of you has this necklace. My and very it's a, heavily armored self thinks yeah. you. Yeah, and Lindo does this. Um, and Lindo does this. Uh, like all the other gnomes line up behind him, and, and again, this is like the most elite task force they have. This is like their special suicide mission squad, right? And everyone kind of they put their hand over their heart with a with a fist, and Lindo ceremoniously um, puts this on each one of your necks. Like, you're one of our army now. And then I will follow in suit and salute accordingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you notice um, each one of them have one of these. And you go, there's only only us who have these type of regalia. You are part of our family now. Or, you're part of our family now. All right. Well, we are regularly honored here. We yeah. Could not feel more welcome and part of the team and family of this place. This is great. Thank you. Mm. Yes, thank you very much for our necklaces. Yeah, you can put your yeah, fist over your heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. that too. Mm-hmm. You ride out. They take you through that tunnel. And again, it's two. It's a rows of two. But now you have these rows marching upwards towards this tunnel. And, and in front of these uh, spiders are a couple of guards. are actually taking care of a few oozes that are coming in and out. But outside of that, you don't see anything um, that's really blocking your way. 
you do kind of crumble over the ashes of the uh, the aspect of Zetmoy that was still there. And at this point, you can see out into uh, the beginning of this battle. And behind you are the arcane force. And behind the arcane force is the uh, are the archers. And all the archers have these uh, really gizmo-laden, like, uh, crossbow-type type gadgets that they're they're all like putting bolts in and they're all like chuk, 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 chuk. all the spiders line up at the overlook lindo uh he comes over to victor and he goes oh one more thing he uh he hands you a uh, a stone we just made these last night just for the um so you guys can talk to um dorbo and we can have some communication between us and the ground unit and he uh, gives each one of you a crystal that is a is a communication crystal where you can all talk to each other and and to the the command center hmm. essentially. So he's like, command center uh, can hear you here. So if there's anything that we need to know down there, the crystal will help you out. Cool. Understood. Also, only I have one. We we only had so many of these crystals around. They're very very rare. But uh, I'll be commanding the the bomb squad. And after that, we'll be providing covering top dome fire, I suppose. Good. Yeah. Very good. We'll, uh, we'll keep you apprised of how it's going. Yes, uh, permanent. Uh, once we're in, I don't think we'll necessarily need the dome to be continuously bombed open. Because uh, once we're in, we're just going to be killing the gnome. I yeah, imagine once from he's that point, dead. it'll just be keep the jellies off. Basically. We will, um, like, yeah, well, we're just gonna, uh, after we get you into the dome, we're just gonna cause as much chaos as possible with limiting the amount of casualties we can. Excellent. Good plan. I like it. Let's blow some shit up. Hey. The, uh, command center comes <clears throat> in. It's like, on your command, we will start the Battle of Blingdenstone. You have it. Hmm. Behind you, a row of, uh, a row of mages, um, they're right behind your spider team. And as soon as your spiders start to crawl up, crawl up the side of the overlook and onto the ceiling, and they have uh, pure look over um, the entire ruins of this of this city, the uh, entire mage team, each cast, start casting fireballs down. Just fireball, 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 fireball. And a couple of the mages are, are, are doing a fireball at the, uh, basically the walled off entry tunnel and this was going to be the mark of battle has begun and explosions start happening everywhere around you at this point you hear the rally cry of somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 gnomes chanting the battle cry for bling and stone and all the all the oozes start going nuts at this point but they are in formations slowly (laughs) But you can see them get into action, and you see uh, some oozes uh, start start uh, start throwing uh, ranged attacks over at the overlook, and then the wall kind of deforms and starts uh, battling um, the the um, all the the stone and and earth elementals that are at the uh, the front of that. You know, and there is a ferocious fight going. Somewhere in the distance, you hear Eldith and uh, and her dude. Her, her warrior dude friend, and they are counting off every ooze that they kill in hopes that one can outdo the other. Nice. Mm-hmm. 
Matilda, there are uh, there are bolts whizzing by you as uh, you can see that Sarath is cutting a path where he looks like he's just trying to he's trying to uh, be your shadow uh, from the ground, and he is uh, dip, uh, dipping and weaving through like these ruins because uh, he's much faster than any of these jellies, and he's not worried about these jellies as much as every time your spider gets close to a jelly that's on the ceiling, mm -hmm. he's like shooting it with a crossbow, and you see like a bolt like tag it. And, nice. just, and he looks every bit like the force of, of a, uh, like just a stealthy like ninja that's flipping through different. Uh, he's definitely come a long way since when you first met him. Yeah. He's on top of a building at one point, shooting, and with another, and with another, uh, takes out a short sword and he slices a jelly that comes up next to him. Mm -hmm. um, and that's badass as much. Badass dark elf on our side. Yeah, badass, badass dark elf on your side. And he's actually starting casting. He's casting some. Uh, he's actually casting a few spells at this cool. point. There's, they're not much, but there's something. You see, uh, he, he throws out his hand, and a, a, a little bit of a fire kind of spell scorches through about three different oozes as he, nice. that beam of fire kind of cuts a, cuts a gun. You, um, you don't see the Qui-Goth. You assume that he's actually at the command center because you hear him. Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, uh, yes, I'm, I'm here for you, and uh, we will do everything we can. Uh, so far, ground forces are doing great. This is amazing. Uh... Um, good on you. <laughs> you know that—that's what you're hearing from yeah. from him. Interrupted with the occasional. <laughs> yeah, because the the more he gets in the battle, the more the Qui Goth in him starts taking control. Yeah. So he's like, <clears throat> oh, oh yeah. Sorry about that. Anyways, uh, yes, uh, squadrons two, three, five. They're now inside the, the the main ruins area. This is good. They're pushing through, but we're going to create a a nice protective barrier at the at the tunnel entrance. Now, on to you guys. Your squadron starts cutting a path up through, uh, up to the ceiling. Um, you guys are in the center, and a ring around you are the bomber squadrons. And uh, as they're moving, you see the, uh, the, uh, these elites, there are, there are, um, they're shooting uh, crossbow bolts at oozes that are now trying to seep up, trying to get you. What I'd like for everybody to do is kind of describe a fun thing they're doing as the as this goes through. And if you want, we can uh, we can make this like a skill challenge to get to the dome. You are you guys come well, over and uh, I think what I would like to do is uh, as my I'm charging forward on my spider, just uh, take a uh, take a grip on the staff towards the bottom and just uh, almost start poloing these. Uh, <laughs> These slimes as I'm going by. Because what just... you can do is you guys are actually upside down, but the camera of this would like follow you right side up for a moment, mm -hmm. and then, and then the camera would switch backwards where you actually polo a, a, a you know, a, a jelly off the ceiling and goes falling down into its mm -hmm. death to the. Because uh, just give it a nice good upswing from where I am, and I'll just fly, right. fly right down. Mm -hmm. That sounds fun for me. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Light is left. What are you doing? I'm, 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 I have a run by. I'm firebolting everything, every ooze that I can see, while he's while he's uh, <laughs> playing jelly polo. Uh, Terry's going to. Uh, let's see. You want to actually use a firebolt spell for that? A cantrip. A cantrip. Okay. Cantrip. Yeah, right. I'm not using any of my spells. That's right. <laughs> I, I, for, I forgot if the firebolt was a cantrip or not. A couple of chill touches just to add some flair. Mm -hmm. 
So a couple of skeletal hands will come out of the ground and like and grab just grab one. one, yeah, and just freeze it in the place <clears throat> as you uh, your spiders go by it. Mm -hmm. I like that. Terry's gonna hang on to every spell she's got, um, but she's got the, her her uh, holy avenger. Yeah, the the flaming. It's it's just a giant. Is she in full beating. like a uh, beast mode at this point? Like a uh, paladin beast mode of the, of the light and everything about her shining and the, the swords on fire and she's just cutting through everything? Is that what's going on? She's I imagine like she's just sort of charging headlong behind sort of behind and beside and keeping any of the uses <clears throat> that are attempting to to flank uh Victor or Vladislav or Matilda even like we're she's kind of coming at them with uh just wielding that holy symbol of pillar mm -hmm. and just bright sunshine just fills the space and like they're it's overwhelming them in what would be their faces i guess i know mm -hmm. they don't have eyes but it's she's she's giving victor hey victor mm. take this one it can't see and she's like shine full on it and he just like takes i'll whack. just i'll swerve just a little bit to get a better angle and just thwack <laughs> <laughs> So this is the first time you've act you guys are actually using battle tactics together, and uh, you're actually doing some called shots. What is Matilda doing? Um, Matilda is uh, just gonna disorient some of the jellies a little bit with a combination of light and mage hand. Okay. Um, so it's it's you know neither one can really do very much, um, but uh, it's kind of a um, you know reaching around the shoulder. And, uh, <laughs> Hey, over here. Flash of light over here. Oh. Hey, over here. So, yeah, so you're cutting like a, you're actually making the path happen where all these jellies are going to try to be right in front of you. Uh -huh. But you're actually like still cutting a path that the entire team's going through as they're all just kind of sparkly looking at, because they're dumb jellies even. Yeah, they're dumb jellies, so it doesn't take a lot to make them look, or make them not really look, but turn, you know. Right. Like, hey, um, what's that? The more you're in this battle, and the more that the uh, you start actually fighting these things, you realize that they're not... Their tactics are still instinctual. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like just something's moving them in a direction, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, so they're still big dumb jellies working off instinct. So big shiny lights, yeah, that does the trick. Absolutely does the trick. Um, and again, below you, now the uh, the earth elementals are cutting through a little deeper into the uh, into the ruined city, but they're still like they're all in a tight formation. Well, except for Sarah, who is nimbly. Uh, he's everywhere. Down. He's everywhere at this point. He is uh, cutting down a jelly next to him, and then he's shooting a jelly that's next to Matilda, and then he shoots a jelly that uh, that uh, Victor pops out of the sky. He shoots that in, out, in the, out of the air. He is a he is a force to be reckoned with at this point. So eventually, the uh, you get to the dome, and this dome is just all these jellies. You guys haven't really come across a great. I mean, you guys have been. Fending off the force, none of your bombers have been uh, attacked yet, or really uh, gone down. And at this point, uh, the bombers start dropping these crystallized bombs. And one by one, they explode. And the first one, it seems like there's a there's like a, a whole other layer of jellies underneath that one layer. So like a, a couple of bombs will explode. And acid and and goo goes everywhere as these bombs start exploding from the top of the of the dome. And as it's happening, more and more jellies start actually forming a dome, like, oh, protect the protect the dome, right? And then more and more of the squad's like, drop like drop the bombs faster, drop the bombs faster. We need a hole big enough for these guys to get through. And uh, jellies actually start forming in the uh, on the ceiling right around you guys too. 
And that's the last thing you see before say, Alright! Alright, we got it! As they drop four bombs the size of all in the size of fireballs at the same time. And that creates a crater that you see right into the dome. The middle of this dome. Alright, so as soon as the hole opens up at the top, I'm going to uh, I'm going to jump off of my spider and cast uh, Shield of Faith on myself and then just start plummeting in head first with my hands on my side and my legs together, just diving right in, skydive style. Love it. I love it. Are you glowing at all with your glass staff and your healing staff, all that stuff? or just Fuck, let's just say yes. Okay. A glowing missile of holy mice descending <laughs> upon the Jellodome. The holy missile is now uh, uh, plummeting That was down my nickname in college. <laughs> The holy missile. Mine was a great American cream machine, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> you, know? uh, you, just let every, you just let everyone know that now. Well, the world well if we it. didn't have an E rating on this episode beforehand, we certainly do now. <laughs> yeah, so um, Vlad is love. Let's, do, let's go back and describe what you did. <clears throat> Vladislav uh, will clink his braces together and mutter something in Infernal, and he, the, his entire body starts glowing for a second as he uses a sorcery point to extend, cast Extend Spell and cast Telekinesis on himself, uh, which will give him the ability to use Telekinesis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he will say the word, it's go time, and his shield will swing, his animated shield animates, swings around to him, and he puts he basically stands on it and Marty McFly is on a hoverboard down into nice. the <clears throat> dome. A shield surfing your way down. Yeah. yeah. That looks really good in my head. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, that's it. I'm not gonna do the still type thing. Okay. So you're shield surfing down. Mm-hmm. Matilda, your go. Okay. Matilda is uh, going to cast some mage armor on herself as she uh, jumps off of her spider mount and um, then gonna do some some fancy like diving tricks Ooh. You know, little little flips she's freestyling little, little swan dive oh are you doing like uh, when divers jump off the diving board and you do like the the crazy like oh like, yeah like uh, like swirls All the, the and crazy flips like and... spinning flipping ridiculous nonsense that high divers do Mm-hmm. Only you know, with further distance to go down, <laughs> so like she can do all and of much, them and much slower. So she you can know, do a lot much of flips. Slower. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. The camera pans over to uh, Sarah, who's at a building that's really close to the dome now, mm-hmm. and he just looks at her, just like nods, and just like they're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Matilda's just showing off. Yeah, it's... yeah. Um, Terry. Terry uh... sees all this. What's Terry doing? She's gonna, um, so her Dawnbringer longsword is gonna flare up, um, just starting, like, the symbol of Pelor is gonna light up, and it's just gonna completely, um, it's already been lit up to, to, uh, help Victor, but there's gonna be, like, a, a burst, and she'll, um, she'll give Moto, her spider, a pat. Hang in there, and she will stand up on him, and then swan dive with the sword straight down. Um, she's aiming for whatever she can take down as soon as we get in that dome. 
So the fan said no thanks to a lack of a song at the end of a show. Got Twitter spanked, which made James Tyler think. Got upset, then drank with cosplay stanks. Got a little rowdy, caused a stank. Should've cast blank, but wit's too slow cause of all the drank. Cast in launch, but miscast drank. Embarrassed him, but still had game. Sorry girl, didn't catch your name. Grab Sunny D and something fizzy You know I'm a gentleman with ginger hair Rolling dice, try not to stare Damn girl, hate to kick you out But North by Northwest needs a shout Don't act so surprised We ride or die with them dice Dress them stories up nice Diddle the fans once or twice Have you met us? We entice Catching all the honeys with fly Know where epic levels slide You like vibes? We got vibes You want fries? Let's order fries You like pies? Then you need to try Sweet style pie. Food and dagger. Food and dagger.